the strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm one with the force of forces with me. Now witness the firepower of this fully armed and operational battle station. We'll use the force. That's not how the force works. Well, let's start somewhere. Welcome to the KyberCast. This is episode number 197, recorded November 16th, 2023. My name is Joe Becker, one half of the KyberCast team. The other half with me is... I believe that's me, Michael Diaz. Hey, Michael. Hey, Joe. You might be able to tell from my almost my even dark, my, my deeper Lando voice that <laughs> I'm a little... Uh, I got a little head cold going, so my voice is going to be in and out today. We'll... Maybe it's a little richer, a little more radio friendly. I don't know. Ooh, Wolfman Jack going on. Huh? A little more raspy. Uh, no, uh, I'll do my best to get through the show. How are you? I am fantastic. Good. Good, yeah. good. What's, is it snowing there yet? You know, you know, it's funny you say that because it was actually like 64 today. Oh, wow. Yeah, sunny, but... Today was the last warm day, I think, for a while. So when Tomorrow's- I'm driving up next week, I'm going to hit snow. Oh, you're coming up? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, see the kids. That's why- oh, yeah, duh. It's Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, we yeah. Won't be- we won't be recording next Thursday. No, I knew that. I knew that. <laughs> I mean, we're not recording on Thanksgiving. But, uh, yes, obviously, I knew we weren't going to record then, but I, I just brain fart like why is he coming to michigan oh yeah <laughs> making that drive again huh didn't you just do that like uh just what six weeks ago yeah it's all right it's only 14 hours it's fine only 14 hours right i mean you should be back more often i know or people should come down that is true that is true that is uh true. let's get into the news buddy all right. Well, do you? Am I starting? Are you starting? Yeah, How you're we- the news guy. You're like the anchor. You you find all this shit. I, I've seen everything on here, but I haven't. Well, actually, I know this news, but a few things I have not watched. But that's okay. We'll get into it. Well, this one has been reported a lot of places, including Deadline and places like that. So it it rings like it might be true, but it's still not confirmed. But word on the street is that Pedro Pascal will be the next Reed Richards. What do you think about that, Joe? Well, listen, I love the guy. I, I mean, and I'm not like beholden to any uh, canon stereotype that maybe Reed Richards is. Um, I just want to know how, how much coke is he on to do all these shows? <laughs> right. He's everywhere, and but he's great. So I'm totally fine with it. I, I feel like he's, a, no offense to his age, clearly they're not going for a younger Fantastic Four, which that kind of is weird for me. It's not, it's, it's, yeah. it, it, it's not the, um, I don't care that it's him. I mean, I'm happy it's him, but I thought maybe they would go slightly younger to carry them through the next. I, I thought that the Fantastic Four was going to be the next 10 years. Like that's going to be the the Avengers. Like that's going to be the anchor that's going to bring it all back together because it's floating out in nebulous shit right now. So, um, so it just it just uh, it's it's weird for me that it's him for that reason. And that's the only reason. Yeah, I see that because obviously, well, the original plan was this whole King Dynasty and then Secret Wars. Secret Wars, as far as not the '80s version, but the most recent 2020-ish version or whatever it was, how many years ago, the 20 teens, um, was all about all these multiple realities smashing into each other and leaving one reality. And the key figures in that were Reed Richards and Dr. Doom. So Which they can still do that. They can still do that. But we know like for the next five years, approximately we're going to be doing, you know, this Kang and all that shit. Maybe wow, the, that was the thought. The, Who knows? There's, right? there's rumors of them stopping that whole line. Well, and also to your point of how does he do it all? Um, 
there is the rumor, again, not news, but rumor that he is not going to return to the Mandalorian. I didn't that. hear that. He's just a voice anyways. What does he care? He can get it done and get paid. I doubt that. Well, especially now that he doesn't take his helmet off anymore. Right. Doesn't have to be him. Can't he just do the voice work? That's what I mean. He'll, he's, he'll be the Mando. He will. Anyway, uh, I think it fits, but like you said, I was expecting... So the Marvel movies have been more or less more reminiscent of the Ultimate Universe or the, yeah, the Ultimate Marvel Universe where they rebooted everything and got rid of all the continuity in the early 2000s and we had an Ultimate version of the Fantastic Four. We had Ultimate Spider-Man. You get it all. Yeah. And that was a much younger version of the Fantastic Four. Now, that said, the second time Fox tried to do this with the young cast, I still haven't even seen it. Oh, yeah, 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 with Miles. uh, Miles Teller. Miles Teller, yeah. Wasn't that bad? Jordan. Just Dr. Doom Doom didn't work, but they were okay. Has Dr. Doom worked yet in a Fantastic Four film? No, he's hard, right? Like, it's... it's, He's Darth Vader in a way, but Darth Vader did it better on screen, even though Doctor Doom was around a lot longer than Vader. Right. But uh, he, he, it's like any that is the thing, like the thing's very hard to do. Um, right. It was better the second time because technology, but still wasn't. It's very hard. Uh, so you got to give them a break there. But um, Doom, I mean, the first one, he was okay. At least you understood his motivation in the first one. Right. And that's all really, you have to do that right. But the costuming, that's tough, man. So again, I agree with your point. I thought they go younger. The fact that they're not. So how long is the Fantastic Four going to be around then? Or is it through a couple of movies and they change because of a universe thing? Who the fuck knows? Could be. I mean, obviously, you know, I would have been okay with John Krasinski being Reed Richards. But uh, Pedro is a good choice, too. I think he do. Yeah, he's great. It's just, like I said, it's more of the, um, he seemed older. That's fine. But well, we'll find out. All right, next thing. Uh, Next up for Marvel is the What If trailer. I didn't watch it. Season two. I didn't watch it. Well, you didn't like the show that much, so I didn't think you I'll still watch the trailer, but I didn't know. I know it came out, but I didn't get a chance. I was busy and didn't get a chance to watch the trailer. Well, what is cool here, Marvel and more to the point, uh, Disney seems to be playing around with their release schedule a bit. We already know when they did the Echo trailer, which we talked about a week or two ago, uh, actually last week, last um, week, that they were dumping the whole series in January right away. Boom. And I know we talked about, well, does that mean it's bad? Does it mean it's good? What is it? We don't know. We'll find out. Well, with What If, it comes out, what, December 22nd? There are nine episodes, and a new episode is released every single day. Oh, nine days straight? Interesting. Nine days straight. It, it must be something to do with subscriptions, but that's still not going to make people sign up for it. No, no one's signing up for what if. No. 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 I'm interested, I, but... You're, you're looking forward to it, but I, I thought it was pretty much finished. I didn't know they were going to do a second one. There is actually an episode, so they got they ran behind. And they actually cut an episode from season one and just moved it to season two. Ah, uh, all right. Now, as far as the rest of season two, I'm not sure. I have to admit, I watched the trailer. I liked season one quite a bit. But I really didn't see anything in season two that made me go, all right, that's going to be badass. Right. Well, I'll have to watch it. I have no comment. I'll, I'll watch the preview. Um, I just know that. For season was fine. It just got goofy for me. But, you know, it is it's it is what it is. Now, this next preview, just Madam when Web. I, just, yes, Madam Web, just when I thought that Morbius was the worst movie ever, they go and show me this preview. This looks like the biggest hunk of chunk of shit in the last 20 years I've ever seen. This looks terrible. It doesn't look great. I, I okay. The trailer is fine. Um, they just want but, to pimp out. I, I don't know. First of all, hey, I don't know anything about Madam Web. It feels like some kind of Spider-Man universe. But it, this looks shitty. This looks terrible. It is. Well, again, 
uh, I was a little bit, not salty, but when I posted this on social media, I'm like, Sony is trying. It's like that line from Mean Girls, right? Quit trying to make fetch happen. Right. Sony, quit trying to make the Sony Spider-Man universe happen. Nobody cares. No. I mean, okay, yes. Where Venom did well. Where's Craven? Oh, they pushed it back to later in 2024. Okay. And brought this forward? (laughs) This is going to help them? Yeah, I think, well, they are kind of dumping it. Well, you know, it's not. I didn't even know this was being made, Michael. (laughs) You know. Did you? uh, You know, I I may have. I remember reading something about it. I was like, what? They're even made. Like, they're done filming. I remember reading that like months ago. Like, they're done filming that? It was, it was, I think it was buried in an article when they talked about Craven getting pushed back because of the writer's strike. Okay. And then I happened to read something that, and you know, Madam Webb is already in the can. I'm like, who cares about Madam Webb? So do you even know who Madam Webb is? No, I don't. I don't know anything about this. All right. I won't go too into it, but she's is kind it, of like. It feels like they're Marvels. Kind of. So. All of these characters that we see in the trailer are associated with Spider-Man. So it's weird that Spider-Man is not in this. I mean, even the bad guy who is, he's he's Ezekiel. I'm not ruining anything. You'll find that out in the first two seconds of watching the movie. Uh, Plus, they actually say in the trailer, he's Ezekiel so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. Where's this Spider-Man-esque costume? He's basically evil Spider-Man. Yeah, it's terrible. It's just... He appeared in the. He was cool in the comics. He appeared during Michael J. Straczyn, or J. Michael Straczynski's run when he ran uh, Amazing Spider-Man. I read that entire run. It was fantastic. It was about twenty years ago, but it was fantastic. But Madame Web was always like this bit character, like from the seventies, and like she's supposed to be an old woman that's blind that can kind of see the future. She she sees the things that pull on the webs of, you know, the multiverse and she can sense things. And sometimes she'd show up to kind of, you know, she'd send a message and Peter would go see her and, you know, this awful portent is going to happen unless you do this or, you know, things like that. Like she was kind of like um, a MacGuffin, right? A reason for a certain story to happen. She was not a woman in her thirties with all these kind of powers, these, Yes, the precog part, but it looks like they're more making her kind of like another spider character. And my biggest thing is here, why would you put Sydney Sweeney in a terrible wig and glasses? Do you know who Sydney Sweeney is? No idea. She's this 20-something it girl. Um, she was in the last season of White Lotus. I think she's also in Euphoria. She's got a lot of you know, cachet with the younger crowd, right? Got so it. her doing a superhero movie makes sense. Her doing a good superhero movie makes more sense. Like she should be doing something for Marvel. I'm not going to lie. She is a very attractive young woman. She's, I, appear, I think she's like a blonde, but the character she plays in the comics is more of a redhead. So I don't know if they colored her hair or she just, it looks like she has a horrible wig on. And I'm just like, she looks terrible. Like, Sydney Sweeney is a very attractive woman that they've made look like a joke. Like, if you want to, you know, use part of her star power to get people into this film, you're doing it wrong. Right? (laughs) Well, I I, I can tell you, I will not go see this at the theater. Right, right. No, I have no desire. This, like you said, this looks like Morbius. And I wanted to see that in the theater. I didn't know that that was going to be that bad. I saw it early. <laughs> right. I took the hit, if you remember. Oh, I know. I know. I remember <laughs> very well. I am not taking the hit on this. Nothing about this looks good. You know, I kept saying, you know, at some point I'll watch Morbius. It's been, what, a year and a half? Probably. Yeah. Give or take a year. It's been a while. Been I still haven't watched it. I just, it, it's so it looks so bad, and then you tell me how bad it is. I realize I should make my own opinion, but a part of me is like, do I want to waste my time on that? I don't think I do. And so with this, do I want to waste my time on this? No. No, I don't think so. 
it's it's uh, I mean, it'll be nothing to the to the Marvel universe. It'll mean zero. So it's a waste of time. And I don't want any of these characters in Spider-Man. Well, that's the <laughs> so, thing. This is all ancillary to the main Marvel universe. You know, the Sony yeah, kind no, of bugs yeah. up against it, but it's not. Nobody gives a shit about these people. Or, okay, None. few people give a shit about these characters. Apparently, we're going to see uh, you know, Spider-Girl, uh, Spider-Woman, and I think Aranya, uh, or no, Arachne. I don't know. They all have Spider-Man type powers. It's stupid. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> Moving on. I have not watched the Rebel Moon trailer either. Either that's uh, next. Oh, you list. should watch it. It's, no, I do, I do want to see that. I do want to. It the, looks okay. When the first trailer came out, we did see I that one. I did see yes. that first trailer. I haven't seen the new one. I have the same qualms as you. It it looks like a Zack Schneider movie, right? But some it of the CGI, everything from every movie that we've ever grown up on in it in the first trailer. Right. It was like, oh, do you like all the hit movies from the past 20 years? Well, guess what? Right. We've got five seconds of each one in this film. Exactly. Um, this trailer seems a bit more fleshed out. It okay. seems much more character-based. But you can still see the DNA of Star Wars in it. Okay. Um, obviously, they went in a different direction with you know the soldiers and how they're dressed, but... As I'm watching, all I can think is, I could totally see these guys as stormtroopers. <laughs> I mean, in, in this trailer, it's not as obvious, but there is another scene with a character with a lightsaber type weapon. And it's like, well, yeah, of course. Everyone, I mean, every geek knows that this was his Star Wars pitch and right. decided to go off and do his own thing. Right. So, you know, it's it's on Netflix. It's coming out right around Christmas. Yeah, it costs nothing. I'm going to watch it. Oh, yeah, me too. Me too. Is it going to be great? I don't know. It, if it sucks, it's going to make Netflix really not happy because this they did it in two parts. I will go on record. It'll be better than Madam Web. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's coming so, to the theater. Yeah. Yeah, this one. Like I said, I'll watch it. It looks, this trailer, in my opinion, Makes the film look better than the first trailer did. Okay. That said, you can hide a lot of. I mean, you can the right editing, the right soundtrack. You can make any trailer look badass. Sure, that's their job. There's trailer editors. That's what they do. My friend did it for a while. Exactly. I I went to the th- theater and watched Sucker Punch, which was another Zack Snyder movie. The trailer made it look freaking awesome. It is not. It's not a good movie. <laughs> you got sucker so, punched. That, that's not to say. I'm not. So let's be clear here. I'm not dissing on Je- Zack Schneider here. His Day of the Dead or Dawn of the Dead. Which one was it? I think it was Dawn of the Dead. I thought that was a great remake and it, it scared the shit out of me. It's a good zombie film. It's good. Uh, 300. Loved it. I actually like his take on The Watchmen. So. He has his strengths. I liked Man of Steel as a sci-fi film. Again, I'll go to the mat saying it's not a good Superman film, but it's a good sci-fi film, if that makes sense. Right. Gotcha. So this is not me dissing on you know, Zack Schneider. It's, uh, well, we'll see. Yeah, we we'll don't see, know. exactly. We don't know. I'm not going to judge. Uh, and then you've got some theatrical releases you want to talk about? So James Cameron, I note here, Aliens. 4K is finally coming out on Blu-ray and, well, 4K Blu-ray. That's not going to happen until the spring. Ditto with the Abyss 4K. But the Abyss is getting a theatrical one-night re-release, which I think, don't quote me on this. I want to say it's on December 6th? Interesting. I did see something about that. I I I don't know if I'll go see it. Um what if they well, cleaned the up any? Of the, did he clean up any effects? Maybe I don't know. I'm assuming so. I know is well. I know if at least Aliens is going to be called the collector's edition because there's the theatrical edition of Aliens, and in my opinion, there is the much better special edition of Aliens, which is basically the director's cut. I don't think I've ever seen that. 
The director's cut? Oh, it's yeah. it's better. Is it? Well, if you're into aliens, yeah. I well, mean, I liked the first two, and that's it. <laughs> that's all you need to like. But I feel, I mean, let's face it. The original Aliens, you don't see the aliens for a good hour, hour 15 into the movie. It's a long movie. The original Alien. No, Aliens. Oh, the first one. Yeah, the second one. The second one. You don't yeah. actually see the creatures again. Like, you know they're well, coming because no, you saw the first movie, right? Yeah, but, but they built it up, and then it became, it was just good. Here's your character. Here's each one's archetype. Put them in there. Get Bill Paxton crying, and then go. Exactly. So. Because it built it up, because it was that that whole, din, din, the pulsing. I don't see him here. What the fuck's going on? You know, all that. <laughs> it's fantastic. But, yeah. again. I think you're about an hour into the film before the monsters even show up and the battle starts, right? That's yeah, but, then it, but then it's all battle. That's fine. But he took the time to slowly get mm-hmm. you there. And I think some of the cuts they made were like, because it adds like a good 15 minutes before you even see the alien. There's more scenes. Right. Like You actually see LV-426 before they uh, come okay. to the aliens. Got it. So anyway... This version is called the Collector's Edition. I'm excited because i it's my favorite movie of all time. Aliens gonna, is your favorite movie of all time? 100%. I didn't know that. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to buy it. And I'm, I'm geeked because I I already I bought this movie so many different ways. I think I have it in two different DVD sets and at least one Blu-ray set. Now I need to buy it in 4K. And of course, if it gets 4K... I'm going to get the streaming because I don't have it in 4K streaming. Right. I, I have so many versions. But I'm also excited. I The Abyss, when it came out, was – it came out a time where there was this uh, like good two or three or maybe four different alien monster movies underwater. Like you had Deep Star 6, which had this Oh, monster. yeah, 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 yeah. I remember And that. then after that came Leviathan with Paul Weller, right? Leviathan was basically alien, but in the water. Um, and then this one came out. So I think it was marketed wrong. I think people thought, oh, it's going to be more monsters. And it's it's more than that. It's, it's way headier. Yeah. Yes, it's way headier. So, um, and there is a director's cut, which, again, adds to it. I, with Cameron, I think you always should see the director's cut. Um, they might be longer, but they're good. And... I would I would like to see this director's cut on the big screen. It's only one night, so hopefully I can make that happen. But to add to this, uh, they're doing new re-releases of the Avatar films. Those are both coming out right before Christmas, and I think one of them has like eight hours of extras on it. But then also coming in the spring, and then we get Aliens 4K, Abyss 4K, uh, True Lies 4K. All right, 4K and A. 4K and A. Um, I will not buy the Abyss ones. I mean the... Uh... Uh, Avatar stuff. Yeah, I, I figured that, Joe. <laughs> well, that I think that's it for news. I, I did read somewhere that Taika Waititi Star Wars is still might be happening, but we'll see. Um, I think he was interviewing for his new movie that's out, the soccer movie, and he, they mentioned that he's still Which working on it. He said he's still working on it, and chances are it'll just piss off Star Wars fans. That was what he said. Well, and I think he also said in the same interview, uh, as far as he has nothing to do with Thor 5 if they decide to make one. That's correct. I did hear that as well. Well, basically he said it, it wasn't like he's he was upset. He enjoyed his time on the two movies he did. Obviously, yeah, the second done. one. He's ran its course. Well, yeah, and I get that the second one didn't do as commercially as well. I still liked it. But I also see he basically said it's more of a logistics thing. I've got this. I mean, he's working on a couple other projects. He can't get to Thor for a good five years. That if Marvel wants to do one before then, he's just he's busy. Yeah. Uh, did you get a chance to see Marvels? You know, I did not. Okay. I wanted to, but busy weekend. I'm sure I'll see it. I don't know. I I've heard some some people I respect say that it's a lot of fun. So. We'll see. Yeah. 
Um, well, that does it for the news. What about your geek this week, Michael? <laughs> Doesn't sound like you're going to be in, heading over to see Marvels anytime soon. I want to, but I mean, between now and Thanksgiving, like, there's no time. I get it. I get it. I don't. I don't know that I'm going to have time to see. Maybe it. this weekend if we, if we get nothing going on and I'm not in this, I don't get any sicker than I am. Right. So, how about your geek this week, Michael? Anything? Yeah, uh, so I think I mentioned last week I started reading Making It So by Patrick Stewart. I've set it aside because I have too many books on hold, and this one came up digitally. It is the seventh book, I think, in the Murderbot series. Uh, Martha Wells writes these novellas. There's one novel. I think that's book six. But uh, So maybe this is the eighth? I think it is the eighth. Regardless, System Collapse is the latest Murderbot book. They're usually mm, under 250, 200 pages, around there. This one's a little bit longer. I think it's two, It's closer to 300, but it's still less than that. So that kind of fits with where my brain is right now with reading. So I downloaded it, uh, started reading it. I'm already like uh, 40% through it, so I'll be finishing it probably this weekend. And then I'll go back to Picard, but this week, my geek this week is System Collapse by Martha Wells. Nice. Um, I didn't know what to put for a geek this week. Then I realized, <laughs> I tell Michael, I didn't do anything, but I actually went to Disney, Disney World in Orlando. That's about the geekiest thing you can do. And uh, I had a really good time. And I got to tell you a couple of rides. We, we, uh, in the Magic Kingdom has a Tron ride. Oh. What's a light cycle roller coaster. And you sit down on a cycle. You are not sitting in a, you, you are over and it's got a little clamshell that holds your back in so you don't fly out. Like you don't even know you're going to sit, sit, like you don't know. Um, it, it feels really loose. Like, oh shit, I'm going to fly off this thing. And Michelle and I got on it. And when it hits, it goes. There's no like slow. It gets you to 60 miles an hour in like a second. And you're flying through this thing. And it doesn't and feel like you're secure? It, it feels like you're on a motorcycle. Oh, that's but, that's creepy, but also awesome. It's awesome. It's like a clamshell. Like you know, you're not going to really fly out, but you're like, you just don't believe it's going to keep you because your chest is, <laughs> your chest is on the cycle. You are down just like the movie, and your hands like, and there's a thing that goes over your back that kind of wedges you in. Um, but it's all wind in your face, uh, up and down, and then you know you're ch- you'll see like you go through tunnels where they've got an animated yellow light cycle next to you, um like the movie and uh it's a good ride man it was awesome that sounds awesome now a little bitch about disney it's like you it is hard to get on that ride um and i went ahead and spent the money like we bought we got passes at disney and then we had i bought an when i got there i paid another twenty dollars to get to uh the the genie app so that i can put my name in lines Right. So you can, you don't have to wait in line, but you can put your name in it, but you only get one of those per time. So if you pick a ride, you can't pick another ride later on. You got to finish that ride before you can pick another one later in the day to put your name in the fast lane. So you can just walk in. Oh, seriously? Yeah. I'm I was pissed. And then the Tron ride is not eligible. But if you want a fast pass for the Tron ride to get on, it's another $15. Yeah. This is, this is why I do not go to Disney. Yeah, it was really pissed. But you know what? We were there and it was, you know, on our anniversary. I'm like, I'm not. And it broke down halfway through the day. So after you rode, right? Af, af, no, before it. Uh, so I just kept watching it. And then like at six o'clock, I saw the lights come on again. I'm like, we're going over there. And uh, sure enough, within five minutes, there was nobody there. There's like 20 people. We just walked right on. We what they were testing it. They let it, they tested it for like fifteen minutes. Roll, roll. We got on and it was great. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I like I like theme parks and all that. I like rides like anyone else does, but I'm also very Dutch. Yeah, we were there, and I was not. I was I was like you know we've come so far. I'm not gonna like leave here. And no, not I ride get it. Rides. I get it. I'm not. Because the, 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 now the Disney World is, I'm telling everybody here, if you have a little Disney trick, not as good as Disneyland for the Magic Kingdom. Disneyland's Magic Kingdom is much better. 
A, it has Star Wars in it and Disneyland, so it's a bigger world. And it's just better. It's just better run. Everything's better run there. Um, so yeah, down in Orlando, if you want the Star Wars, you have to go to Hollywood. And that has the Marvel and the Star Wars, which makes sense. It's Hollywood. It's got Marvel and Star Wars worlds. That's not a Disney magic kingdom no, thing, really. But neither is Tron, but Tron's there. But it was in the, uh, what do you call it, the Tomorrowland, which needs to be revamped. Uh, Tomorrowland does. It's, it's unfair. I mean, a lot of it's from the 80s still. You're like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I uh, actually saw Tomorrowland when they made, they made a movie out of it. Yeah. It's not and great. then And then uh, the next day we went to Epcot. And it's the first time I've ever been to Epcot. And we loved it. Um, they got like the mini cities, you know, uh, right. Paris and you know, all that stuff with food and it's a great place. Like it's a great adult relaxing, but they've got a few rides. There's guardians of the galaxy. Now I've got a story here. I'm like, Hey, this place we're, we're walking around. We're in the, uh, kind of the space area. We just got off the, we went in the Epcot, the, the planet earth thing, which is cool. Kind of, it's kind of a little ride, very educational. And I'm like, Hey, let's go check out the mission to Mars. That looks cool. Oh boy, it's terrible. Have you been on it? Yeah, you basically sit in a seat and it shakes, and that's it. No, this thing, no. dude. It, it, it's, it's literally a uh, training for astronauts at a lower level. Like, if, if it's, I didn't know it was that fast to spin. Like, it does like two Gs. Oh, then they've revamped, revamped it since I went. Now we went in there. We went in there five years like, ago. Yeah, they have. 2017, it was revamped. Oh, then yeah, it's completely different then. Um, don't go on it if you can't take it. And we thought, yeah, they say this at every ride. This is like at 12 noon, we went on it. And um, they say it multiple times, hey, this is a very, and I'm like, ah, they're just, there's kids here. Like, it's no big deal. You get in, there's a barf bag there. And I'm like, no way. Like, this is this is all theatrics until it starts. <laughs> And we, Michelle was sick almost the rest of the day that so much so that even the extra $15 I paid to ride the guardians ride, we skipped it because we could not get our balance back. Really? It was bad. It took us from 12 noon to almost six thirty at night to get it to, for Michelle to even like eat something. Wow. It was awful. Like, and you feel it like it doesn't tell you that you spin. I didn't know it was in like a centrifuge. It's basically you you are in a pod and it's a centrifuge that makes you feel the the G's when you take off and you cannot even if you close your eyes you still feel it it doesn't matter. So you are dizzy and you're like going over your slingshot across the moon and you got 3D gla- you're like it is if you can handle it enjoy but man that's much improved when I went there when I was 15 a long time ago. Um it sucked. You could tell it was built in the 60s. Uh, yeah, it was just well, Epcot this- only came out in the 80s, so what's that? Epcot was out in 1981 or something. Well, so. then it was just shitty, yeah, it's Disney. not the same. So, go go on it when you go there. Let me know what you think. Oh, I'm never going to Disney ever again. Wow, ever again, no reason. Star Wars Land, it's a great okay. reason. That's the only thing I might go, the only reason why I might go. You should go. There's nothing like getting on the Millennium Falcon, right? That I'm I'm excited for, but, uh, but you, pay, you can get on the Millennium Falcon. You don't have to pay extra for it. You just walk on, right? But you still have to get in the park. You do. You do. So, anyways, uh, we still had fun. We 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 it was a good time. The food is fantastic at Epcot, dude. Drink around the world. Every beer is from every area. Then food from all. It was great. Got there early. Went to Paris for breakfast. Had some, I mean, the food was great. And now what's funny is, now I don't know how true it is, but everybody in their area is from that part of the world. So everybody in France, they're all like, they put their pins on, see where they're from, different pieces of, of France, and they're all speaking French to each other there. Oh. And same when you go to Japan, and they're all from those areas. Do the French ask you to speak French? And they refuse to speak English? <laughs> no. And they have like the biggest Canada exhibit ever. Like Canada's huge there. It's a Canadian area. 
Well, I guess, I mean, that is as far, one of you, almost as far south as you can get in the U.S. from Canada. But for people like us from Michigan, it's like Canada is yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah. Two and a half, three uh, hours, I'm there. Well, when I was in Detroit, it's 30 minutes. Yeah, you just cross the bridge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyways, we had a good time other than Mission to Mars, which just fucked us up royally. Well, now royally, you know. Royally. Now you know. I'm giving that knowledge to everybody out there. Let me know if you've ridden Mission to Mars and I'm just being weak, but we got we just got nailed. It was bad. They warned us, but I thought it was all part of the theatrics. And did I hear about that for a while? <laughs> you were wrong. That was dead wrong. All right. Um, you know, sometimes you just need a little help. And what I mean by that is if you want to check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash kybercast, you can throw us a little help there. Keep the show going. It's not going to quit anyways. We're going to do our best. We're just, you know, if you want to help out with some of the costs, check it out there at uh, patreon.com slash kybercast. All right, Michael, last time we talked during our podcast, this show aired its finale. We said we'd talk about it this week, and we will now talk about Loki's finale season two glorious purpose um i think i started last time i want you to start this time Uh, i'm just gonna hit the ground running and i'm gonna pause and (laughs) wait way too long Mm -hmm. okay with picard season two i kept saying all right we're gonna give it a chance and i'm gonna call a spade a spade and sure enough picard season two was a big fucking turd we kind of said the same thing. Well, I did kind of said the same thing about Loki. Like, I'm gonna, I love season, I loved episode one, two, okay, three, but four and five, I liked. I know you didn't. So, did it stick the landing for me? One hundred percent. I fucking loved it. Wow, this is gonna Absolutely. be one of those episodes, folks. One of those episodes. You don't like um, it. terrible. A hundred percent. Absolutely. Disagree. Absolutely hunk of shit. This thing could have been done in two episodes. They wasted three episodes of time. They gave him, they turned him into uh, irrelevant. Nothing matters now. Um, what do you mean nothing matters? Nothing matters. Who gives a shit? He's not going to, he has no relevance to the rest of the, of the MCU as far as we know. He's just going to sit there. He built this little tree. Great. He's holding all time together. Nice. I, I Boring. Lame, like nothing. But it fits in Neuro-North mythology. He is the reason Yidrasil lives, which it makes so much sense on so many levels. Yeah, it doesn't mean I like it. I don't, it was boring, dude. This whole fucking thing could have been done in two episodes. No, I think it needed to build up like this. No, no, no. Build what up? What did they build up? They went back and forth. Here, here, here. Talk to the same people 50 fucking times. And then by the end, he just puts a tree together. Great. He makes the sacrifice. He makes the big sacrifice. I get it. That's great. The the writing was lackadaisical, weak, boring, and could have been much better. I'm not saying there there aren't some issues in the middle episodes. But this last episode was a tour de force with him, Jonathan Majors, basically looking at the final episode of season one from a different lens from, you know, and then just the way they both kept saying, you know, we've been here before. How many times have we had this conversation? And it was Loki trying to make the hard decision. And can he do it? I said early on, I thought this was going to be Loki being selfish, doing whatever he had to do to keep existing. And I fully admit I was wrong. The Loki, the main Loki. Well, not totally. Just because he did this doesn't mean he's not selfish. He's still alive. He's still there. Yes, he's still alive, but he actually does have glorious purpose now. He said that before, and it was a smart-ass, cocksure, uh, douchey comment to say, but it became true, and it, he's lonely as fuck. I mean, season one, he meets his variant, who he obviously falls in love with, and was is told throughout this episode, you have to kill her. You have to kill her. The TVA has to exist. 
He who remains has to exist. It's the only way. And he refuses to take that way and he finds a different solution. It works because Loki, yes, he is the god of mischief. He is associated with chaos. And from a simple perspective, order, okay, seems to exist around us, right? The TVA was all about order. One timeline, right? Keep it neat. We keep pruning off these alternate timelines that are spinning off. It's order. But that's not reality. Order exists in small periods of time. But everything, everything is working towards entropy, chaos. Right now, you and I are alive. We're recording this podcast. We're having a good time. We're going to release it. This all seems normal. But the simple fact of the matter is, you and I are well past, what, 25. So our our body is slowly entering a cascading failure and moving towards entropy. And we are going to die and we are not going to exist anymore. Of course. Yeah. Every natural system is working towards entropy. So it's fitting that the god of mischief, the god who is associated with chaos, is that entropy and, in a way, that order. He is the beginning and the end. He is Ouroboros in a fashion. Yeah, that's all nice and heady. Still boring. Still still bad. Still, like... Okay, so now they've this could effectively end the King story. They have given themselves a nice out. Yeah, they've pruned them all. They even talk at the end like, oh, we pruned the one in 616, which is, I guess, you know, our... Well, no, they didn't prune him. They're keeping an eye on him, and he was eliminated, or whatever they said. Yeah, well, Ant-Man. Correct. Correct. Um, On the, uh, it was 616 adjacent. Yeah. Uh, So we have that, and then... Um, I don't know. I I just just didn't it just didn't strike me. I got like okay, so he got big, used those some god powers, and somehow magically rejuvenated. It's it was just a somehow Palpatine returns thing. He just does it, and it's just like well, if he could do it, why don't he just do it? Like he had all this power, like I'll just do it. He didn't know. Yeah, I I, I it just seemed weak to me. Like oh, I'll just do it. And I, I, I get that they did a little hand wavy him, but he spent literally a centuries. Well, they jumped ahead and, and it said, you know, a little. How long will it take you? Centuries. And then it says, okay, great. It's still a hand wave. It's still a hand wave. Okay, well, okay, whoop. okay three yeah, centuries later. Right. Sit here and watch. So, if it's, if, so if it's three centuries later, what the fuck time is it then when he gets the branches together? Is it's well, way past all, all our he Marvel keeps stuff? Repeating because he's jumping. So for him, yeah, yeah I know. He's Groundhog Dayed those centuries of time, but it's just him. Yeah, I guess. I, it, it's just weak, man. It's I like just, it because... It was weak. And so he's stuck there. Great. One of the best characters. They just put him in a tree. They are talking like, yes, Tom Hiddleston's been talking. The writers have been talking now at post this finale that this is an end point. But here's the thing. If they're going to continue on with the storyline they have, they don't necessarily have to keep Kang involved. Decide to cut them that's out, that's that's still doable because the Secret Wars event that happened a few years ago in Marvel in the comics, the big bad was actually Doctor Doom. Right. And it was all about, they're using the same terminology, these incursions, these different realities crashing into each other. Um, if that happens and eventually all their realities crash into each other and they all you know end and leaves one timeline that in the comics it's a timeline that Doom created but then he well Reed Richards and basically they rebooted reality and created a new timeline all that to say that could still very well happen it depends on what they do with the Fantastic Four movie. They could still bring in Doctor Doom. But Loki could still be involved because if all these realities go away, there's no need for him anymore. So he or he could be involved in some other way. We're So everyone's saying, okay, Loki's done. 
And yeah, we're probably not going to see him for a bit, but I guarantee you, I'm going to say it right here, we're going to see him in one of those Avengers films. He is that important now. Yeah, I, I, I know. Listen, I, I get that he has a purpose. Um, I just thought it was, I don't know. It, it just it, it just seemed so weak to me. I'm glad you liked it. I'm glad you did. And I, and I knew you would. I'd watch it. Michael's going to jump all over this. He's going to love it. He's going to find the angle and really love it. Loki. And I'm like, I make the same face that Loki makes. And I said it in my post. I'm like, <laughs> like, yeah, he looks fucking thrilled. He looks as thrilled as everybody that watched this show. Like, here's what I got to do. I'm going to get my long horns. I'm going to sit here and tie a tree together. And yay. Um, Marvel's in fucking trouble. Big, big, big trouble. Not little trouble. Big, big, big trouble. I mean, yeah, you can say that the Marvels did, you know, it didn't do great. But nothing's done great in the last four years. Great. Okay, you didn't like Loki, but a lot of people online are buzzing about it. This is, I think, it ended perfectly. Yeah, fine, but it's. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think it's. It's not. I mean. This isn't getting talk like Secret Invasion got talk where everyone's like, man, that was shit. No. Or even She-Hulk. This is like, better than that. I mean, yeah, so yes. I give it that because I care about the characters in this at least. But I just did not like – it just didn't – it didn't stick the landing like you like it did for you. Like, like – and what I mean is like they didn't t- – they didn't do anything in that episode they couldn't have done in episode three and call it a series. There's nothing in between there that makes any difference. Nothing. I think they had to build the stakes. I'm not but saying they didn't build it. The stakes were there. There was nothing to build. Episode three to six, the last half, there's six fucking episodes that was stretched to six. I I don't deny that. Yeah, there was some work that needed to be done in the middle. Um, Sefi was hardly used in this season. Um, I would have liked to have seen her because she was great in season one. Mind you, it took us a little bit to meet her, but once we did, I was like, oh my god, she's the variant in. You see her whole point of why she exists and her and Loki have their relationship and how they're, you know, getting to know each other and blah, blah, blah. That was fantastic. And I loved her as a character, but she's more of just a foil in this one. You know, it's just the fact, oh, Loki loves her and he doesn't want to kill her. And she's kind of an antagonist because she refuses to see any other way other than killing he who remains. I mean, they're both stubborn. Loki right. found a way out, but I I would have liked a bit more with the two of them. I think, you know, obviously at the end of season one, it is heartbreaking that they have to go their different ways because of the decisions she made. Where it's obvious he is madly in love with her. I think she loves him too, but it might be more him than her. I would have liked to have seen more of that in their relationship slash conflict to make this last episode a little bit more meaningful. I mean, it is, like you said, for me, it is a bit gut-wrenching because Loki realizes I'm going to be now alone forever. and It's not like Steffi can come visit. So, but I would have liked a stronger middle section. So I don't disagree with you entirely. I think the middle section is a little bit weaker. But for me as a whole, sometimes a final season or final episode can raise up a series, I think. It can also bring down a series. For me, this is one of those times where I think the ending's so good. Yeah, there are qualms with the middle, but I think as a whole, I think it raises the whole series up. And that's just my opinion. Yeah, I just think that, you know, after all what I'm saying is there was so much they could have done to get us there that I don't think they I don't think they built it up correctly is what I'm saying. Cause basically his decision, we went through six episodes and it wasn't to the last five minutes that it was a aha light bulb. I'm going to go do it. Right. Uh, well, I think he may have thought something. Think, along of, think, think, think of how end game infinity war and end game and, uh, and how, it was built from the ground up in just two movies, right? That by the time you knew what was going to happen, all you had to see was Dr. Strange go this. 
and you knew that Tony had to make the sacrifice and he did it. There was nothing like that here. And he deserved more than just spinning around, seeing the same fucking people doing the same thing over and over. And then like, aha, I'll just do it. They needed to lay better groundwork for that decision instead of it seems Palpatine returned is where I'm going to go back to. That's really what it was. I'm not saying that like maybe it's not a noble end and where he probably should be at the end of it when you when you see the arc. But it, it was it was not earned, in my opinion. It was not that ending was not earned. It was just ended. I see those arguments. I mean, again, I said when I first saw, you know, the first episode, I thought you know, he had not had his redemptive arc like the main MCU Loki had who was, you know, stabbed and died on Thanos' ship. This one doesn't go get the chance to go and uh, make amends with Thor. This one, is, as far as he knows, he never gets to do that. Yeah. So, for me, it was still redemptive, but I I don't uh, necessarily disagree with your arguments. Uh, you you have some very valid points there, and I don't disagree. And when you love a character like that, I just don't want to see him go out that way. He's one of my favorite. He's one of my. I like. So it's fine that maybe that's the path he chose based on mythology or whatever. Get it. It just. uh, I think they had so much more off ramp to to, to do something interesting. And and they. I don't know. I I don't think that this second season was that good. But. I I agree. It could have been better. And here we are now. Here's where the Marvel landscape is. We don't know any of the Avengers, who the Avengers are going to be. Their best characters are either dead or gone. They've done nothing with the characters that they've brought to us, Shang-Chi, etc. And here we're going to be entering a phase five, and you've got a Marvel's movie that's out there that you're like, meh. They're in trouble, man. They're in serious trouble of, like, cashing out. Like, they should go away for two years, like almost maybe four years. Don't do anything. That seems to be the Star Wars approach right now. Well, no, well they're never going to make anything. They're never, no, Star Wars isn't going to make anything. They're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're in bigger trouble. Um, but they've done so many things that I don't, you know, let's look back. We, we don't even know, um, the new Black Widow character liked her. What, what? nothing's even been talked about her. Right. Well, we, we obviously saw her in black widow. We saw her a bit in Hawkeye. Yeah. And she was supposed to be a major part of Thunderbolts. And she she still is, but now we're not going to see Thunderbolts till 2025 for again, another two years. Well, year and a half, but still, when was the last time we saw her? Hawkeye, which came out, what, a year ago? Two years ago? Two years ago. Two Christmases ago. Two Christmases ago. Yeah. Hawkeye. Yeah. How long are we supposed to wait? Which I get. I get things happened. COVID happened. uh, The writer's strike happened. And then the actor's strike happened. Yeah, but She-Hulk shouldn't have happened. True. Like, don't waste your time on shit. Well, Disney Plus had to get subscribers and they're like, hey, we have all this Star Wars and Marvel shit. Let's throw it out there. Just, let's face it. Uh, the uh, Jeff Goldblum National Geographic show didn't light things up. Which I like that people, show. I, so did I. But yeah. people were not subscribing to Disney Plus for that show. No, of course not. So they threw more Marvel and more Star Wars at it. I'm saying they need to pair back and get back to some storylines and get us like back on on pace and i don't think they can do it for another three or four years at the pace we're at no i mean as it is right now marvel has one movie coming out next year which one yeah which is not even part of this it might be because they're this is the first movie within that disney now owns fox i don't think it'll be part of it and they should deadpool i'm in deadpool sorry yeah, they shouldn't though. Just get it done as what it is. Deadpool movie with some nostalgia with Hugh Jackman and go. I'm thinking there's I mean, yes, Marvel is in trouble, no question. Do they have time to course correct? 
hundred percent they do. Depends what that time is. Well, there are rumors. Like I said, they've been courting some of the old stars to come back. Is that the right answer? Because they're freaking out, dude. They're freaking out because they don't have a plan anymore. Kevin's not, I don't know where Feige is. I mean, not picking on him. He's done great so far, but clearly the plan wasn't as solid as the first couple of phases. Well, let's let's face it. Their Marvel's idea of having the action scenes done before they brought the directors in, it did work for them for several films. But let's think about the films that we like the best. Like Joss Whedon came in and wrote and directed The Avengers. Okay, Age of Ultron, not too much, but that one seemed to be more about like we need to make sure we get this character in here and we need to get these people. It was more like we need to put these deck chairs in the right spots to get to the next movie. Yeah, it wasn't. I actually like it more later than when it first came out because you see it lay the groundwork for some things, AI problems, and um, you know, getting um, vision and laying some of the groundwork. A little bit of division, laying a little bit of the division between the characters and and that kind of stuff. So, Right. Well, let's face it. Captain America Civil War, which was basically Avengers 2.5, was a far superior film. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I guess from – so we got that and then, you know, you let James Gunn go off and do his thing and – But those worked. That's what I'm saying. Those worked. Now Marvel's like, okay, here are all the action scenes we know we're going to have in the movie. Let's get this indie director to come in, take this multi-million dollar franchise. We're going to help them. And even though this indie director has never had this kind of budget and never worked in these kind of special effects and all that stuff. we That's okay because we got the special effects. We got that handled. But now come in and make this a cohesive story that's also entertaining. Yeah. I think Marvel needs to yes they need to steer the ship but let's bring in some creative voices and let them do their thing and if the story goes in ways maybe they didn't anticipate that's fine but right now it's it all seems like the point of all these shows and all these movies now for the most part are just to get us to the next one but who's left is what i'm asking you loki gone thor Maybe, maybe coming back. Don't know. Iron Man gone. Captain America gone. Hawkeye retired. Uh, Captain America's not gone. Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers gone. Uh, you, uh, uh, Black Panther gone. Um, well, no, sure. I mean, that's an accident. Still not the same. Sorry. Sorry, Sheree. Not the same. Where's Namor? Like, you know, whatever. Um, then you have uh, Black Widow gone. There's a new one, but doesn't matter because they haven't done anything with it. Uh, all the characters of people, Hulk fucked up, like Hawaiian shirt wearing, fucking getting <laughs> thrown through by sheep, uh, being scared of a jeep thrown at him after he just conquered a planet, uh, fucked up and gone. Um, Doctor Strange, don't know. We saw him, we just, the, the madness. He's still there, so that's one that's still there. Um, See, that was that was when obviously Marvel had their story. Scarlet Witch gone. Yeah, they pretty much said she's dead. Right. That's that's everyone. Who do we have left? We have Captain Marvel. Um, and who else? Shang Chi. Don't know where Shang Chi fits in, but he's there. We have Ant Man. He's still alive. Yeah. War Machine, like I said. Spider-Man technically still alive. War Machine. But no one remembers Spider-Man, so no one remembers him fighting with the Avengers. Right. Well, they might. No, they know that. They they just don't know who Peter Parker is. Right. They don't know who Peter Parker is. (coughs) Shambles, man. And there's a fucking statue in the water still. That has hardly been referenced. Yeah. Um, And they haven't pulled any of those strings together. Yeah, not even like, like with end scenes of something. Like you don't even know what you're doing. Oh, and I guess you could say, uh, um, uh, Samuel Jackson. What's his name? Um, Nick Fury. He's out there somewhere in a spaceship. Well, he's in Marvels. Well, that's the, but technically that's before that that takes place before Secret Wars. Oh, for real? Yeah. I can't keep him. I can't keep him straight. Technically, it wasn't supposed to be that way. Oi. 
So Marvels was supposed to be released prior to Secret Wars. Because his character, from what I've read, is totally different than when he leaves Secret Wars. Nice. Because Secret Wars, he's all dark and like, fuck this, I'm done, right? I'm going to go up in space and retire. And he's not like that in this movie, from what I understand. Interesting. So that's a a thing there. No, you make a good point. Who's left? I wouldn't say it's in shambles, but they they've got a good foundation that they can build back upon. But I think they they went too far. Too much oh, content. Moon Knight, I guess, is out there. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. Moon Knight, like, is he even a hero? I mean, don't get me wrong. I enjoy the show. It's a heady show. Yeah, it was meh. Does it really? Does it really fit though as a superhero? It was meh. Yeah. And uh, oh, sorry, Winter Soldier is still there too. Oh yeah. So, anyways, they have some. They they need to get. They need to. They need to call it down. They need to prune it and start getting it back to like the only thing that's going to save, in my opinion, is Fantastic Four, and you have to bring X Men in soon. That's coming. They have to. That's 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 going to make their most money coming forward. The X Men, not not the Avengers. If done right, yes. Because when are you going to shoot? When are you going to shoot Avengers with with uh, Robert Downey Jr. in two years from now? Shoot it, so he'll be what seventy. Right. I mean, you can clean him up. I, I get. I don't know how old he is, but well, Harrison Ford's in his eighties, and he did Indiana Jones, so. Did he though? Twenty five more. I really like the last Indy. I thought it was fantastic. Sorry, he's six. He's fifty eight. He's not that old, Robert Downey. <laughs> he's um, only eight years older than I am. And he's five old, older than me. Uh, but you don't see me in an Iron Man outfit. <laughs> well, I also don't see you with personal trainers and uh, nutritionists making sure you're in tip top shape. Right. I mean, they can clean him up. But uh, at the end of the day, well, I mean, they can if they if he's an alternate. Right. I, mean, I don't know what they'll do. They're not going to bring him back as 58. He'll probably be an alternate version or whatever. Right. They're not going to resus- They're not going to resurrect him. It's going to be. He'll yeah. be a variant. Unless there's a time thing, they go back and something happens and well, they, they stop. They can always pull that out of their ass. Comic books. Yeah. Maybe there's an <laughs> alternate Steve Rogers that when he went back, he saved everyone in some weird way. Um. I don't know. All right. Well, listen, a couple things uh, before we end the show. We are at episode 197. We have, uh, I'm trying to do something for our 200th episode. Michael and I haven't really talked about it, but it's kind of a big deal. I was thinking if anybody has questions for us that they just want us to answer, like for our 200th episode, uh, start hitting us up through the socials and Michael can tell you where that is at. Yes. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, X, I still refuse to call it X, Instagram, Twitter, Threads, at KyberCast, or if Facebook is more your jam, jam, we have both a group and a page at the KyberCast. And I do want to say something real quick. Um, I made a huge nerd mistake last week. Uh, I kept referring to, the, so they're going to do a Zelda movie? Yeah. And I kept referring to the hero as Zelda. Zelda's the princess. Link yeah. is the character. Link is the I, hero. Yeah. I fucked that up, so negative 500 nerd points to me. Did you get called out? Anybody call you out? Yes, that's why I'm making this apology. One of our uh, listeners sent me a message. And I was like, damn it. To be fair, I don't think I've played a Zelda game since 1987. Oh, I got my Switch right here. So I understand. People get into them, and they're fantastic games, but I fucked up, and I'm owning that. So back there to you, Joe. No, I just thought, you know, we had a 200 that- 200th episode coming up. Michael and I will talk it over and see what, what, what kind of fun we can have with that one. But uh, if you have any questions for us, anything, any about Star Wars, Marvel, why Michael likes Depeche Mode, whatever, send us questions. <laughs> um, or why Joe loves Rush. Exactly. I'll answer the question. Uh, send it out to us through our socials there. and We'll, we'll maybe have some fun on the 200th episode. Um, but, you know. Until then, we, we were going to end this episode here. Not such a, uh easy way to transition to the end of the episode. But uh, if we missed anything, Michael, we want to hit on Loki or, or Marvel or anything before we kill it? 
No, I just want to say, obviously, our next uh, episode would normally be on Thanksgiving. We're not recording then, so uh, you probably won't hear from us in a good couple of weeks. No, but we will talk Spider-Verse, which I just watched that. So that's, that's right. the plan uh, into the Spider-Verse. We might have a guest coming. We might. Um, so to tie all the branches of this episode back together to finish it up, um, if you'd like to really help out the show, check out patreon.com slash kybercast or smash that subscribe button. What's the best way to get us? You know, you'll get our latest episode when you do that on pretty much any podcatcher. Tell your friends about the episode or the podcast or send them to kybercast.com and anybody can listen there. All of our shows are streaming from our website. Uh, so that was it, Michael. I tried to tie the branches together like Loki. I'll sit here for the next two weeks staring uh, as a pensive um, guy with horns in my head and just uh, get through the next two weeks. You do that, Joe. All right, great. So until then, this is the way. I have spoken. What a piece of junk. Boring conversation anyway.